This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Welcome to Ask Me Anything Sunday here on my podcast. This is Karen Hunter. Um, On this day, I pick a question from Twitter, and I answer it. That's basically the premise. So you can ask me anything at Karen Hunter on Twitter with the hashtag podcast. And I scroll through from time to time and select a question. And let me just say thank you to all of the people that have participated and asking me questions. The questions have been very thoughtful and, and very provoking, uh, meaning I have to really dig deep with some of these questions. And I'm just so impressed with, with the folk that are supporting this podcast and the amount of time and energy that they're taking listening to it and giving me feedback on Twitter. I am really, really grateful for this. Um, this is a journey for me that I am evolving into something. So please spread the word. This is not where it's going to end up. There's a, a, a mission and a plan here. Uh, of course, I want everyone listening to be healthy, wealthy, and wise, but I really, really appreciate the support. And this podcast, speaking of support, is brought to you by 100 Coconuts, the number 100 Coconuts, the best coconut water in the world. But you don't have to believe me. Go get yourself a case at checkout. Use my code Karen. 100 k-a-r-e-n the number 100 and you get 10 percent off and let me know what you think too on twitter okay so today's question comes from dietra matthews d-e-i-t-r-a matthews on twitter she said karen what is the most important 2020 campaign issue for you personally that you would like to see addressed and why Thank you for your question, Ms. Matthews. Well, um, I think the answer may surprise you. There are a lot of issues that are important to me personally with this next presidential election. Of course, um, at the top of the list is probably not reparations. Reparations is there, and I think reparations is owed to descendants of um, slaves, enslaved people in America, but also throughout the diaspora. I don't really just think it should be here because it was a conspiracy to take people from Africa, and I think money should be sent to Africa as well uh, to set up all sorts of things for black folk to go back there if they want to. I think that education should be on the table. I think our education system is horrific. And I think that there is uh, definite reform that that the next president of the United States should be a part of. No more test taking simply as a measurement or barometer for how well kids are doing. There should be uh, all manner of, of choices and opportunities for parents to be able to educate their kids and eliminate some of the cheating that's going on and some of the, you know, scandalous things that parents are doing to get their kids kids into the best schools and all this other BS. I think there should also be uh, uh, somebody that um, the next president should care about health care. We need to reform that too. There should have been single payer from the beginning. And there should be definite uh, stops on on the pharmaceutical companies and the insurance companies to not gouge people uh, who are at their most vulnerable. I think that um, there should be prison reform even at a higher level. I think marijuana should be legalized. All of these things are important. Um, but for the next president of the United States, for me, I just need them to be president. Okay. I need us to elect someone that is qualified to be president. And that requires us, which I think most of us don't know to know what the president actually can do. So I'm going to use this space to let you know, and please share it with people. Cause I think, uh, folks don't know. So the president of the United States of America is the head of state and the head of our government right? The president directs the executive branch of the federal government and is the commander in chief of the United States Armed Forces. The president, according to the Constitution, must, quote, take care that the laws 
be faithfully executed and, quote, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution. So let me just pause there. The next president of the United States should be well-versed in the Constitution. The next president of the United States should be able to read, should know what's in the Constitution, should be able to know uh, from the top of his or her head what is in the Constitution because their job is to take care that the laws be faithfully executed, which means they have to know something about the law. So I need the next president of the United States to be a lawyer or somebody well-versed in the law. Also, the president of these United States must preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution, which means they have to know the Constitution. I think that's important. The next president, the president of the United States, according to the Constitution, presides over the executive branch, as I mentioned before. The executive branch, there are three branches of government. I'm going to give you a civics lesson, just a minor one. There's the executive branch, the judicial branch, and drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, the legislative branch, which includes the Senate and the House of Representatives. That's, and they're equal branches of government, which means that the next president of the United States must know that he or she is not queen or king, that they are equal partner in the, the thing called our government, which includes the executive branch, the judicial branch, which is the Supreme Court, and the legislative branch, okay? Equal partner, okay. The next president needs to know that. All right, so as I mentioned, uh, that the, the president resides presides over the federal government, which um, numbers, organization numbering more than 5 million people, including 1 million active duty military personnel. Pause. The next president of the United States has to be someone that respects the military, that understands what war is, that understands the ramifications and the consequences of war. The next president of the United States should not be a draft dodger, should not be somebody that had five deferments. It's, this should be someone who not only has an, an, an amazing understanding of what war is, and I'm not saying they need to be a military person, but they need to at least be somewhat of a historian somewhat of, an, of, of a person that has read history and they know the outcome, which is usually horrible. So they never threaten and, and run lightly into war because they know what that looks like because they are the commander in chief over our military. And when we have one million lives on the line, we cannot frivolously send them into say mm, Iraq because well, our daddy or some bull crap or mm, keep threatening Iran without knowing what that's going to, you know, we need or, 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 or tra trade wars with China. Like really, are, are we doing this? Do you understand what this means and picking fights with North Korea? Like, come on, Let's, let's stop doing this. Let's pick people who actually get it. The, the president of the United States also presides over the 600,000 postal service workers. Now, you can feel whatever you want to feel about the postal folk, but I love them, and I think that they, they provide a service. But more importantly, we should have a person that has respect for people that, that work in our government. They wouldn't so easily send us into a shutdown because they know that each and every paycheck that people may miss can mean that folks, uh, their lives are not only altered, but altered permanently. So let's, let's have a president, this is my wish, Dietra, that we have a president that cares about people. So yes, there are issues that matter. There are issues that matter. But I look at it like in Africa, which I'm learning so much about, they have, you know, presidents, of course, and prime ministers, but the people that run the country are, are a lot of the chiefs 
that preside over villages. So much like the chiefs that preside over villages in Africa, in our country, most of the things that affect our day-to-day -day life from education to, to the taxes that we pay, um, to, to the roads, our roads, and, and all of the things that impact our lives most um, dramatically are local politics. So what I would love for 2020 is for people to wake up, first of all, fill out the census, that's super important, but also understand that your house of rep your, your state houses, your, your, your local senators and aldermen and council people and uh, board of education members, those people will have way more impact on your life, your, your prosecutors than the president of the United States. So you need to go out way more frequently and make sure you study every single person that's running in your local elections. Yes, of course, we're all going to vote for president, but more of us show up for the presidential election than we do for the, the local elections where we have the greatest impact. So that's my other hope for 2020 is that more people would realize that and make that shift. Um, what else does the president do? Well, the president can sign legislation that's passed by Congress into law. So, for example, I did a podcast on Lyndon Baines Johnson signing into um, effect the Voting Rights Act or whatever. But that was voted on already. So he just signed it into law. The president could also uh, use his pen or her pen to sign executive orders to put things into effect. Right. But those are are not lasting. Um, the president can also override. Uh, the president can be overridden, uh, can override uh, the veto, can be vetoed by Congress, two thirds of Congress. And the president uh, can unilaterally sign treaties with foreign nations. OK, so I'm going to pause there. Here's the next thing I need from the president of the United States. I need this president to be a state's person, a statesman or a stateswoman, somebody that understands foreign policies and foreign politics, not just from a business standpoint, not just from like how many hotels can I put at a place or, or how can I get my daughter's shoe line to have less of a, you know, overhead or what have you. We need somebody that understands the ramifications of what America does and how it impacts the rest of the world and also someone that can build and forge relationships with people, not just with Russia. I need, pe I need someone in that office who's going to um, make America great. Mm -hmm. I need someone that understands what that means, and it doesn't mean shutting her off from everyone, but forging partnerships and relationships that will, will expand our reach, increase our territory, and give us, us here, us, the citizens, more of an opportunity to not just travel and not be treated like trash because we're Americans because of how our president is behaving, but that we can build coalitions when we travel, and, and from tech to, to arts, like there should be a coalition because the world is getting bigger, meaning smaller, <laughs> that, that the more people there are out there and the more technology is, is bringing us closer together, we need a president that understands what that means. And so when people are fleeing from places, they're not the other. They're just more people that could possibly be added to the society to make us greater and vice versa. We should be exchanging uh, knowledge and folk and, and human capital and not shutting us off from that. So my hope for 2020, Deetra Matthews, is that whoever we elect, uh, we elect somebody that's a human being that understands the, the human connection. Um, and so more than there just being one particular issue that I would like uh, uh, that person to focus on, I need to see what that person's character is. And that should be the biggest thing on our list. Is this person a human being? All right. Because truthfully, this 
person, the person of the, the president of the United States reflects on all of us and for the world to see, right? So, so we need someone sitting in that office who will reflect kindly and warmly and, and, and greatly and strong. Yeah, we want someone that's strong, someone that, that's not a punk, but we need someone that's going to reflect the humanity of what it, what it is to be an American, even if she isn't living up to that. And by she, I mean America. Even if she hasn't lived up to the promise, I need someone and we need someone who's going to make America live up to the promise of greatness. Okay, I hope I answered your question and I thank you for it. And um, I'm going to, whoa, this week coming up, I hope you stay tuned because I'm about to go in on some things. So stay tuned. I appreciate your support. Follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter. Till next time.